Welcome to Eastlake. We are an inclusive faith community dedicated to the free search for truth and meaning, seeking to live out a more just and life-giving spirituality in the modern world. We see faith as less about doctrines and dogmas demanding total agreement, but a life to be lived, enjoyed, and given away to others. What unites us is a growing awareness that life is a gift and love is the point. We welcome the entire human family, regardless of race, age, creed, physical abilities, marital or economic status, gender identity, or sexual orientation. So if you are curious and have come to see, if you are tired and have come to rest, if you are grateful and have come to share, if you are journeying and have come to grow, if you are wounded and have come to heal, if you are joyful and have come to shine, welcome home. Today, we hear from Jason Lewis and friends as they begin our new series, Winter is Coming. Please check the description for links to our quarterly Spotify playlist and guided meditation. So first off, thank you guys so much for being here. I don't know that everybody knows you guys, so would you guys just take like a quick second and just introduce who you are? I mean, I think they know you, but still, I think it's important. I'm Kristen. Okay. <laughs> that, that's it? Okay, so let me help. That's Okay, so this is Kristen. She's very brilliant. She's been a longtime speaker, teacher, manager, and kind of the mastermind of Eastlake. Um, and then you... I'm I feel Callie. like that's just a better intro. I'm yeah, like, you should have Kristen? introduced yourself like that. Okay. I'm Kristen okay. and I'm brilliant. That's yeah. Okay. Um, I'm Callie and I'm Jason's little sister. I'm Annie and I have known both Kelly and Jay since about seventh grade, I think. You said ninth grade. Oh, yeah, seventh grade. Seventh. My bad. Yeah. Seventh grade, yeah. yeah. And to be clear, Callie is a mom of two and is also um, married to a very lovely and incredibly handsome man named Aziz, um, who's also Muslim, which I think is important to know because you guys have just different spiritualities yeah. in your home. Yep. And then I think, Annie, a part of the reason I was so glad you were able to come is because I think you're one of the most spiritual people I know that's open to so many things and has a lot of really insightful ways of looking at things. And as we've already outlined, Kristen is brilliant. I'm just here <laughs> because I'm good at rambling. Yeah. So we'll just move through. Okay. At the start of this series called Winter's Coming, Right. This is our first message. And the primary thing that I wanted to start it off with is that I think the reason I titled this series is this first message, which is that holiday season, families coming back into town, also kind of a weird time with like COVID and who can hang out yeah, and who you guys stay away from and how we're interacting in this yeah. season. But then also to all the pressures of the holidays um, and then also relative to our own faith traditions, relative to our own concept of what the holiday means. It's just a really filled with a lot. I always feel like I come to this part of the year and I'm like, half excited but as i've grown older that i wouldn't call it half it's turned into a portion of excitement yeah. and now the major, major the major part of it is like a little bit of worry and a little bit of fear around like is it going to go well am i going to get anything out of it is it going to blow by and i've just spent way much you know way more money than i actually had yeah. and had less significant reactions so um i wanted to kind of talk about that and like what this holiday season is and what winter really feels like to us now. And so I think my first question that I want to ask people, just because I think this is the biggest part we have to at least acknowledge is what, what are we collectively worried about dreading? What's the hard part of the season for us? What's the part in this season that you're just like, oh, not again. 
<laughs> well, I had a moment the other day just kind of thinking about how fast time is going and that the holidays are coming up. And my first thought wasn't like, oh, I'm so excited for, you know, to see my family and to, for the food and for the connection. It was like, oh, I got to start Christmas shopping. <laughs> and it was like that pang of like, oh, I have to start getting my, my presents. And that was the, a disappointing thought. I kind of was like, why, why is that the first thing that I think about? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like that's the same for you? Um, I feel like it's the pressure to create like the feeling of magic because we talk a lot, I think in our family where it's like Harry Potter, literally, (laughs) literally, no, we talk a lot in our family about, um, like money doesn't buy you happiness. And I truly feel that. But then that also is sometimes more pressure because it's like, well, if the gifts don't bring the happiness, then what are you going to do to create happiness? You have to have time and like creativity and thought put into like, what am I doing for my children to make it feel like Christmas? And I remember once my oldest one was like at the age where she's excited for Christmas, I'm like, oh my God, that's like on me to make that happen. And that realization of like, it's not my parents. Like it doesn't just happen. Like I have to do it. And so the gifts are sometimes the easier part because the kids are younger. You can just get them like little things here and there that they've been wanting. But um, right now we haven't gone to like big gifts yet. Thank God. Um, <laughs> but it's more just like, you know, like last year, me and Zara, my, my six year old, we drove around to three stores to try to find a gingerbread house so we could build and play the Christmas music and make that little moment happen and we did not find one but we had fun driving around and she's like mom maybe this one's gonna have it, it didn't happen but <laughs> so this year I saw the gingerbread house and I bought it ahead of time but like how do you make those moments feel like it's cool. just magic and effortless for your kids yeah what about you I think um, as I'm getting older there's just more awareness of expectations that people have for it and um I wish I wasn't this way, but I feel like I try to meet those expectations of like, okay, what are we doing with your family? And what are we doing with my family? And is that enough time? And if we're going to do this with them, then we should do this with them. And then kids' expectations, which mine are a little too, so they don't have a ton of expectations. But I think you kind of can work yourself into when you're creating those memories, then you're also like possibly creating expectations Mm -hmm. for the future. Mm -hmm. And so trying to be... I think I get a little bit like, oh my gosh, it's November 1st. Mm-hmm. I want to make sure I'm like ready for all these expectations and ready to meet them. And I think that can kill a little bit of the joy for me, but I'm hoping that it meets the, creates joy yeah. for everyone else yeah. in the process, I guess. Yeah. So I'm like, right. I'll sacrifice yeah. the joy so that everybody else can have some. And then I'm not even sure if that's what happens. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. No, I agree. I think that's, I think I'm as like, a single dad, the hard part is it's like, I, I always feel like I can't really create the like family moment. Mm-hmm. And that's like something that I'm always bummed about. Cause that always felt so fun to me having the whole squad. Mm-hmm. And I'm always aware that like one of the distinct things is like, it's just going to be you and me pal for some of this, you know? Mm-hmm. And so we still have fun and we still find ways to connect, but it's, like watching a movie and then in the Christmas movie, like the family's all together at the end and we love each other so much and it's amazing. And I'm just like, it's me and you, bud. <laughs> like you know, it smells a little bit like farts and there's like some loose <laughs> chips on the counter and like, it's not, it's like songs playing maybe, but it just doesn't have that same vibe. It's like that first and I, and I, I realized how much I got out of it as a kid. And you really do. You want to recreate that sense of like family and meaning. And I, I got the same bug of like wanting to make it so magical and special. Cause when I was a kid, I really bit down on that. Mm-hmm. And so like, I think I have that fear and I dread that like, is this going to be the year that the kid kind of wakes up and is like, 
it's not that tight with, mm-hmm. you know, pop because it's, you know what I mean? It's, it is what it is. You know what I mean? So yeah, I think that's obviously a challenge for all of us. Um, another question that's, I think, important to ask is, you know, when we talk about this holiday, all of us grow up in unique circumstances where we have our own dynamic experiences of the holiday, right? And different cultures, different ideas about what the holiday is. Like, I remember going over to some kids' houses and, like, when you find out what their tradition is, you're like, that's your good. That's, that's weird, dude. You know what I mean? Or, like, I remember my buddy, shouts out to Jay Nurm, his whole childhood, as soon as December 1st begins, his mom always would leave small presents for every single day oh. leading up to Christmas. And it was like maybe like a new toothbrush That's or like, you know, whatever. Please try. Oh, it's okay. Siri wanted to jump in. She's like, Time <laughs> out. for me. <laughs> for me. <laughs> no, but the thing is, is that, is that it, but it has that same thing. And where like, I would bump into all these different traditions. And then like, you know, I grew up with a kid, Andrew Baker, shouts out to that, I haven't seen him forever, but he was Jewish and he had, you know, he had like, you know, he was, we were asking about Hanukkah. We were asking about like what he was doing. And, and as you go about this, like we all have our own experience of it. And I'd be curious to know like how you guys relate to the holiday. How do you experience it? What is it about it for you this season that feels good or feels bad? Or like, what's the tradition in this season for you that you can, you kind of recall or feel? I think there's like a nostalgia to it, right? It's like thinking about that magic thinking, I mean, the traditions were all my mom, you know, somebody, you know, like December 1st, kind of like Julie Nurmi, um, would just decorate everything. Shout out to Julie. Um, and yeah, she would decorate everything and it, she would really make it really magical. Um, we did, you know, like a present on Christmas Eve and we'd be so excited about that. And, you know, it would be a lot of, um, like cooking and we always had the family at our house. My mom was like definitely is like the matriarch kind of bringing everyone in. And that to me was, was the most special part, just kind of the chaos of it. Um, we, you know, thinking back, you know, we, we didn't really have a ton of like specific traditions outside of kind of the typical, you know, Christmas holiday. Um, and for us, it was never, you know, religious at all. It was, you know, we're a spiritual family, at least, um, all of us but my dad, who believes in, like, the great cosmic muffin in the sky. I think the extent of his spirituality. But, um, but it has been interesting. Um, you know, my partner's Jewish, and so, you know, I think I'm the only one here without kids yet. Um, and so trying to think about, like, how do I build my own traditions? You had mentioned, like, oh, my parents are there to do that. I have to kind of start doing that. And so it's interesting to kind of talk to him, too, and think about, like, how do we, when we have kids, like, how do we want to kind of craft this, the holiday season, you know, outside of maybe the norm? Yeah. Of Christmas, yeah. The nostalgia part that you mentioned, I feel like that's what I'm always up against is mm-hmm. like, and kind of you were talking about that, like feeling that expectation, but it's kind of, is it their expectation or is it my expectation of what I remember and then me trying to recreate my childhood for my kids, mm-hmm. which is lucky enough I had a great childhood, but <clears throat> like for our traditions, we're just trying to obviously like be together and enjoy each other's time. But one of the things I remember was unique for our family that I didn't realize was unique was that we would, whoever opens their present, we would all pay attention while the one person opens the mm. present. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. present opening could take hours. There could be intermissions, <laughs> just depending on how many people are there and how many presents you get. But we would always stop and the person would open their full present. We'd talk about it, we'd look at it. We might even open the present out of the box, try it on if it's closed. And then we'd go to some people's house. I remember when I was older. Free for all. Free for all. That's, all my, at once. that's what happened with us too. Uh-huh. Free for all at Case. And I was like, oh, you, do you guys would do that? No, we would do one at a time. Oh, okay. And then I got married. But then and you then, saw and someone was like, <laughs> 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 I want to say, whose turn is it? Wait, whose yes. turn is it? 
that's mm. and that's how we it gets like very like so what we've done now with um our parents is that the adults like we still do that but then the kids we just let them rip them all open but um yeah just trying to like incorporating your family traditions what works what's still fun but and then realizing yeah other people have traditions my husband's muslim he doesn't um celebrate he didn't grow up celebrating christmas um he's from senegal in west africa and he wasn't they kind of celebrate like in a commercial way but not in the way that we do so he's just like having fun along for the ride but i think that's also been something where i have to bring him in to help me with the emotional work that it takes to put on the holidays because like i know it's not your holiday but we're in this together and so like <laughs> this is a lot to all have on my shoulders so does he give you that. like perspective is it helpful to have perspective that's like not as important as you yeah 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 because he loves like the he loves the family togetherness of it and he loves like watching the kids get gifts and that part but yeah if it's like i gotta make a holiday lane and i gotta get this and we gotta do the and he's like why like we never we never did any of that we were having a ball as kids so that's the thing it's like that's not the stuff you probably remember i mean it's the whole thing it's like it's not just those little things right it's the togetherness yeah Yeah. interesting. i think that's what like i was thinking about how my grandparents were really good at making traditions mm. out of everything. Mm. It was like, my grandma used to make us like fold the American flag correctly, and it was like this big ceremony. Like they just did oh, so cool. traditions. Yeah. They made things special that weren't always yeah. special. Um, and I think about that often because I feel like that's what that's what we're trying to do is to either bring traditions along or make our own. Um, and I was just thinking of, like, what's what's the point of it? Is it the point that, like, every year we go to this farm to get a Christmas tree um, and that's what is special? Or I guess that what I'm... I'm trying to figure out the motivation behind all of these things that we mm. do. Um, and I think the importance of tradition is that when you do something over and over again or when you do something I think tradition is usually with people um, it makes you feel like you belong to something and I think that's in the end what we're trying to do is Mm -hmm. like give meaning to something and when people participate in something meaningful then they feel meaningful and I think the Christmas season or the holiday season just gives you a lot of like buckets and opportunities to do those things Mm -hmm. as in comparison to other times of the year. Mm -hmm. So I think that's what I've been trying to focus on is like, these are opportunities to create meaning or meaningful experiences for my kids and trying to kind of figure out, so which ones do I want to do? What creates the most meaning? Yeah, that's such a good point. It's something I've been thinking about a lot, kind of like as you get older, you realize, I mean, I think becoming an adult kind of, you realize you know, meaning it doesn't just exist. It's not out here and you can grab it, right? You do have to, to kind of instill it in things and, and kind of or infuse it into to things, into certain days. And, and so I think that you hit the nail on the head in terms of what I've been thinking about too is, is like traditions are a way for us to make meaning out of something that otherwise, you know, it's like I think life can go by really quickly. And, you know, there's definitely been holidays in the past where maybe I was like in college and I didn't, you know, decorate or, or celebrate and it was just another day. And I think that realization of like, oh, this isn't, the day itself isn't necessarily special. It's the traditions, it's the people, it's the, um, you know, the history of it. So I think that's, yeah, that's, it's just an interesting topic. Mm-hmm. I think holidays bring that up about, about meaning, which is 
I totally agree. I think that's the, the other thing I like the most about it. And the one thing that's, I tried to do at least with Huck, which is like wanting to build something where when it comes to that season, that's the part I, I remember the most vividly when I was younger, which was when it would come to that season, December 1st would hit, I would be like, we're in it. It was like a water that you all of a sudden were like swimming in. And, and that, that sensation of like, all I know is that the rest of the year is going to go well. I had that feeling. Whether that was true or not, that was the perspective, right? Is that you were going to be a bit friendly or a bit kinder. And I think what I try to do is look for opportunities for Huck to create, like you said, that sensation about his life. Yeah. Um, and to attach it and use other things to help manifest that or ground it. And I realized that like all the random people that we mentioned earlier, those were their ways to go like, it's the good time now. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? And especially around here in this state where it gets really rainy, I'm like, man, if I was that guy who got a present every day in Christmas, how much does that build excitement? Mm -hmm. If it was a kid who gets to open presents for so many days, I, like every day, I'm like, that would be insane, right? But it's that you realize that your tradition and your method to the madness that is the magic of the holiday is so unique. Mm -hmm. And the exciting part is that you're a creator. As you get older, you're a creator in that. It could really look like anything. Um, but the one thing that also has changed, and, and this is like another thing I think would be good to talk about is it's maybe something that doesn't get talked about and why parents get caught up in that race of like really trying to get the exact right present, go to holiday lane, make sure you do the big thing. Right. And like all that stuff is that you do lose something as you get older. It's different. Mm -hmm. Right. And so it's there, there's a there's something where we have to give up and I'd be interested to know like what you guys feel like you've lost and I know for me one of the big things is just like I held on to the belief in St. Nick for as long <laughs> as I could and I would argue it and I would rash those I build arguments to support oh the claim like I mean I could literally take on anyone it felt very much like the debate between a, a theist and a non-theist I was like I'm, I've got this wired up like if you want to you know and they'd be like well he can't travel anywhere or not I'm like it's not a night it's 24 distinct time zones and you just have to shift through each one. The day's not exactly 24 hours. It's longer than that. And so like, <laughs> like, really get down into it. But it wasn't just having to give that up. It was also giving up the reality that like, as you grow older and you experience pain, you now know that the idea of the good season is a choice. It's a thing you make, right? There isn't necessarily such a thing as a good season that doesn't have your hand or will behind it. You know, you may have times of ease, but that sense of like goodness and warmth, that is a thing you have to strive to build. And having lost that kind of freeness, it's, I realize how challenging it can be to impart that in, in a holiday. Because it doesn't come naturally anymore as it, as it did yeah. when we were kids. You know, you just thought it's how it is. But yeah. as adults, you see behind the curtain. Obviously, I think that is part of growing up. Um, and, and then you realize that, it, oh, it, you have to fight for it. You have to fight for that magic. You know, that's like a choice. I think like having kids has really helped me because I get to see it through their eyes and Zara, my oldest, is like, she feels like everything is magical, like every day is magical. And so that's so awesome because it takes very little, like she, if she sees a movie and like a moment, she wants to live that moment. Like she wants to have hot chocolate with her bathrobe in front of the fireplace and she feels like that's a thing. And like I get to help her make that and I'm like, this is awesome. I'm happy to do it and I get to watch her enjoy it. but. Um, at the same token, she also can very easily get carried away with her expectations and trying to meet that is hard. And I remember um, 
last year they asked her um, on her virtual schooling like what's a tradition that everyone's going to do and she told them you know I heard her because I was in a meeting in the other room like every year you know we give food to the people that need it which is great we hadn't done that like in a structured way that she had said that we would do like oh we go down to the shelter and we're dropping it off I'm like what are you talking about <laughs> and I was I, I, after class I was like what so what did you tell them and show me the whole thing and I'm like okay you, that's a lie because we've not done that sweet we've not done it and so I made her clean the whole pantry out top to bottom as a as a not as a punishment as a, just like a thing like hey if you're gonna say you did that you really got to do it like let's make it a tradition so that's something we did and to see her go through the work of like doing that and you know we've had moments like that with mom yeah. where we're just like okay geez we're in it but it ends up being the funnest <laughs> Bang, thing yeah. and so we yeah. were having so much fun together and so what I've lost I've like for a few years I didn't have I gained back with my kid where like I'm seeing her like cleaning out and getting the cans and then we went and we did give it to people and it was so fun and we get to talk about it and she's like mom that was so fun that was you know whatever and that for me I get to all the hard work ends up being worth it because I get to get it through her kind of mm. so mm -hmm. well I think for my family um, my nephew passed away mm. in December and so that obviously changed the like magic of the season for so long and still does. Um, so I think it's an interesting um, road to walk where we're very aware of pain and loss and grief in this like specific time when everything's supposed to be so magical. Um, I think that's definitely just been a loss along the way, mm -hmm. but I think it also helps to emphasize like um, why why you feel that loss so deeply is because of how much you love, and so it's just such an interesting pairing of like the most wonderful time of the year and so much excitement and so many things that are supposed to be fun, and then at the same time you're feeling the heaviness and the weight of reality mm -hmm. um, and maybe I wish I could like suspend. I feel like there's a suspense of reality in the holiday season that I think people really like. Mm -hmm. Is I like yes. an escape from that, and I feel like I, I don't really like escape that anymore. Mm -hmm. Like I, it used to be this infusement of everything's magic and everything's so fun, and um, I definitely don't have that anymore. Mm -hmm. But having kids has helped too. Yeah. They have helped make it more special and more exciting. Mm -hmm. But you do feel, it is easy to feel grief so much harder in this time, too. Like yeah, probably just, for everyone who's experienced loss, I think, yeah, you you carry them both yeah. into the season. Mm -hmm. um, but the time is also so imbued with that sense of connection and oneness. Yeah. And so there's a natural trigger and reminder that, like, eh, I cannot connect with this person. Yeah. So it, and, and at the same time you may have novel moments of being able to connect with the other people you love. So it, mm -hmm. it is like a melancholic kind of experience. And I definitely think that's what anytime I look at like my granny or I look at people, especially that are older, I'm like, I wonder what you know that I don't, mm -hmm. you know, like when you think about when you were 10 and how you viewed your parents all day, they're like, they're happy. They love it. We all love it. Everybody loves it. You know what I mean? <laughs> and you're like, actually it's not that straightforward, but you're little, you know what I mean? And then it's like, I still think a part of me is like little where I'm like, I wonder when someone's 70 or 80 and they may have lost a partner and they may have lost mm -hmm. a child and some of their friends, if they're like, this is hard, the season's hard. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I've watched it change for me. 
um, in so many ways throughout my life. And um, it kind of leads into the next thing I'm curious about, which is for you guys, you know, it begs this question. That's kind of why I started here, which is like, what do you hope it feels like? What's your hope for this, you know, this season? Because I think walking in with a certain sense of intentionality and the awareness that like, not only do our kids show up with expectations and our families and blah, 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 but we do. I do. I, I show up with this expectation of like, I better, I better have my mind blown, right? Like, that's definitely how I walk in. That's for sure I walk into the holiday season. Like, I better, <laughs> my job see better. This and be like, I knew it. Yeah, my job better hit the ground one that's time. Yeah. And it's not, it's not like, it's not necessarily gifts, but it's like, I, I, want, I mean, like, there's no yeah, way yeah. I don't hope for, like, eating a dinner and having that big, like, I am the guy for sure if everybody's around and everyone's laughing. I am the guy that will fully remove myself from it, almost out of body, and watch it all. Yeah, yeah, and be yeah. like, because I just know. Yeah. It will choke me up. I'm aware how precious it yeah. is. Mm-hmm. I know, I think, from my job how brutal life can be. Yeah. So I'm like, and how unfuck, oh, just how unfair. Yeah. And so when I, when I know that it's good, I'm always like, it's a fluke. Mm. And you get to witness this just miraculous oddity where everything right now, even if it's just this moment, mm-hmm. there's an eternal nature to it. Mm-hmm. And if you can like watch it happen, you're like, boy, how lucky are we? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Even in the face of so much other stuff, you're like, it's just lucky. And, yeah. and that's like the thing. So I'm like, I always, I, I walk in with a big hope for the season. If anything, just to have as many of those moments as I can. You know, I think that's my big hope for the season is like, I just want those moments because they carry me through the year when I go on a bad call and I see something really unfortunate happen to an innocent person or when I myself go through misfortune in my life, I'm like, yeah, it's hard. And then I'm like, and then there's still like really lovely things that I just, I'll get to, I'll get to visit again, you know? So I think we're fortunate enough, like to have that family dynamic that is so like we can look forward to it and we're excited we have obviously we have issues in our own things but, <laughs> but it's not all perfect clear. <laughs> to be clear we're messed up but no but it's it's we know that the likelihood of getting our family together is going to be really fun and really enjoyable and i think that's what i'm always hoping for is to make really special lifelong memories um for myself and for my kids but that's what i'm always looking for like something that really makes like a core memory that's like this was so cool and it's not always like the like you said it's not always the present sometimes it is like the the moment around the present like when you're little the thing you were yes. hoping for and then they <sighs> save it to the last one you didn't think you were gonna get then you got yeah. it yeah you know, my first nintendo oh, just yeah. blew yeah. me away sometimes it <laughs> yes, is that. it floored me yes yeah. But sometimes it's just like, you know, making me and um, Heather, your ex-wife, like we always joke around about the time that we were making almond roca for the first time, first or last time, we burned it, but <laughs> it was so fun. And yeah. we had like the best time and she's always like, oh my, we should make candy again. We're not good at it, but we're always like, yes, we should. So I always want to, I am always hopeful that we're going to make like a memory that we're just like, oh my God, remember that year, which, which luckily we do. And it, like I said, it's not usually around the presence, so... That's makes me think of Inside Out when you're like the core yeah. memory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, totally. Something that you can just hold on to forever. I know, it, it makes me think of like, sometimes I can be like the frenetic joy yeah. that's like, you're going to find some way. Like, I don't see nothing. Like, juggling the core ones. All is well. In my backpack yeah. and carrying them around, you know. Sadness? No, it doesn't exist. Quiet. Quiet. Not today. <laughs> We're a great time over here. I know, I love that. Yeah. yeah, for sure. And when you said at the beginning, um, there's like this, 
meme that has gone around or a tweet or I don't know, mm-hmm. whatever it is. Somebody said this about how when they're older, they realize the magic of Christmas was just a mom who really loved them mm-hmm. so much yeah. or a dad. I think this person said yeah. my mom who really loved me so much. Mm-hmm. And I think, um, I don't want my kids to be like, Oh, my mom loves me so much. <laughs> yeah, That's yeah. not the point. But like, I hope that in all the little baskets of things that we do, the, these memories that we create, that eventually they look back and they see, yeah, this was because my mom and dad loved us so much that, you know, they stayed up late stringing snowflakes around the ceiling, or they did the gingerbread house, and um, even though it was crazy, messy, and all those things, mm-hmm. but I just hope that all the experiences that we create infuse them just with the fact that they're so beloved, not that um, they get this certain thing or that certain thing. I hope, I think I'm just hoping that in the end that that's what they feel mm-hmm. and see. Mm-hmm. I think part of it too is like, I guess for me when I'm thinking about this, you know, again, you know, not having kids yet, it's kind of like, it's really about presence for me and presence <laughs> being <laughs> present. Um, you know, my, my parents are getting older and, and I think a lot about like the time that we have together and um, how quickly time goes. And I think that often happens for me through the holidays, probably for everyone, but um, where all of a sudden it's just like, it's, it's over. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, you're talking about like, oh, it was the, it's the good season. So you think about like, oh my gosh, well now I'm facing like February, March. And like, what happens, you know, it's, it's just like life moves so, so quickly. So I think, you know, when I think, when I kind of visualize the upcoming holiday, I really want to kind of sit in that place of like groundedness and presence and really just be able to kind of sit back and observe. And, and I think that's how we do make those core memories, right? Is we mm-hmm. really like attach a meaning to just to being together. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's at least my goal for this, for this next holiday. Especially sure. after COVID. Yeah. yeah, yes. I think there's a unique opportunity to reconnect over things. And, and make excuses too. Like yeah. just feel like it's been a while. Yeah. Been a while. We are in the season. Let's yeah. make it, let's find a way. Mm-hmm. And maybe yeah. there was like some monotony. I think last year there were some special things about like for me just being the four of us. But I think, um, so I'm thankful for that. I'm also like, oh, it really does matter to me that we get to be in the same room as grandparents. Mm-hmm. And I think I will look at that and feel that differently because of like the last while. Is there anything, and this is kind of the last thing I was hoping to kind of wrap up on, which is just, is there, you know, for you, is there anything that you guys uniquely do now, like in your own families? I'd be interested to just hear, because I think all of us, like we talked about, we're all trying to find ways to imbue meaning into this season, right? We're all trying to find ways to feel connected to one another. We're all trying to find ways to experience the magic (laughs) or create the magic. And we all have a different way we've been trying to go about that. And I think it's always useful to hear everyone's unique perspective on kind of like what that looks like, you know, because like you said, that it's how we love. It can be one of the ways we love and express ourselves and that you can always have more tools in your toolkit. You know what I mean? You might think, you know, every angle, but if someone's like says something, you might be like, oh, that rings true. I should just I should do that. And then also too, like kind of piggybacking on that, like, is there anything that for you, you experience in the season as a spiritual or an existential reality? You know, something that you're like. At the core level, one of the reasons I appreciate it, um, like you said, we, we choose to give these meanings, right? And the end, but even that, there's an existential and a spiritual connotation that we find something about it that is ultimately 
moving and walks us forward. You know what I mean? Or inspires us or heals us or reminds us in ways that are very valuable to the way we connect with people in our life. Um, so yeah, that's kind of a long question, but I, I'm always curious to what, know what people are doing kind of, and then kind of if there's a deeper meaning for you individually. One thing I just wanted to, uh, so a couple Christmases ago, I convinced my family to, instead of buying anything, to make all of our own presents, which was hysterical. We had my dad. <laughs> I'm already laughing. I was yeah. like, that sounds insane. It ended up being my favorite Christmas because it was so meaningful and that like we really spent a lot of time thinking about what would this person want, and then I have to actually do that and make that. My dad actually like hung sheets up on the on the den and was in there for probably five hours and he did these incredible drawings, which if you know my dad is not like, mm-hmm. you know, outwardly the most artistic person, but really it was just like this really awesome opportunity. And so I, I think taking that and doing something more with that, because I think it really brings you closer to like, I'm I'm with these people that I want to celebrate and want to make feel special. And that's kind of part of the point of this kind of connectedness. Mm-hmm. Um, and then to your second point of the question, I guess... Um, the thing I think about and have brought up several times is just the fleeting nature of things and how it's such a reminder during the holidays to try to really practice like gratitude and really look around at what you have and the people that are in your life and, and just appreciate even if there's, you know, difficult people in the family or if there's, you know, um, strained strain to some extent. I think it's just such an important kind of reminder that, um, that, that we need to do that or that we should be doing that for ourselves. Um, I feel like we've been talking about like like laughter and being together and making those memories and this year with our family we talked about not doing gifts for the adults and trying to find ways to make those memories because that can sometimes depending on you know where you're at in life that can be the most inconvenient thing is to take the time and to spend time with people and so previously uh, me and my parents and my sister, we did like a at-home like chopped competition and we made my dad and my sister, who they both don't really cook, we made them go find three, no, we gave them, yeah, three ingredients and then they had to make something <laughs> out of it. And my sister made like a soy milk fettuccine thing <laughs> and then my dad, yeah, it was Sounds rough. rough. Yeah, that sounds rough. My dad made um, a, like a spiced rice dish, which was pretty good. And then we, we didn't know who made what and then we tasted it and then we judged it and it was it wasn't about the food obviously because we did not eat, continue to eat the food but it was just like that fun and the out for us kind of like the outlandishness of just like messing up mom's kitchen and just using the ingredients and having fun and um so we talked about wanting to do that again this year but things like that where they're just out of the ordinary and they feel special because it's like oh, we don't usually get to do this so that's something that i'm looking forward to doing and um in terms of What's the second part of the question? No, just... <laughs> you're like a kid in class. I really and excuse me, Mrs. Johnson? What's the second part? Oh, no. It was... It was is there any spiritual thing? Or is there any yeah. sort of... Yeah, or any sort of existential thing. Just something about your life yeah. that in this season, it either you feel or um, it means a great deal to you uniquely. So not just like, we know what the season's about, but like, here's what I'm really experiencing. Here's what means so much to me about it. Yeah, honestly, I think any, uh, it's just my family, really. Like, when we're together and like, we're having that 
I, I think like the the presents. I don't want to come back to presents, but we put a lot of thought into like what we give the person, and in our card and the way we wrap them, it's like a huge deal in our family. If you bring your present in a bag, just don't even yeah, come. But um, <laughs> so it is so much thought, and you wait for sometimes months to like give this person this gift, and then when they get it, and they're so happy, and you feel or like I've seen mom and Stephen give you a gift. Mm-hmm. And I know it's what you want. So I didn't even get the gift to pick it up, but I'm just so excited to watch you get it. Mm-hmm. The, and, like, your joy, like, that to me is, like, it's just so exciting to see. Mm-hmm. Like, I just love that for my family. So, we like to get yeah. stuff for our family. We're very oh. materialistic, and so <laughs> like, it's a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. We yeah. love yeah. it yeah. when you get things. <laughs> Not gonna fly. It's sorry. Guys. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> That's the best. That's the best. I, just, I don't know. Just being together and like watching that other person yeah. be so happy and um, yeah, kind of like just taking a break from how hard life is sometimes is just so meaningful. We did uh, two years ago. We fully did the December twenty fourth. 10 p.m. run to Target because oh. my son like said he just like changed his mind and he oh was like this God. is what Santa's bringing me and we panicked because we were like what do we do? Yeah, what we're not trying that? to kill we're not trying to kill Nick this <laughs> early. Like, only, <laughs> Scat's only five. Yeah. And um, so we fully did the like yeah, Andy took off at 10 p.m. We were out of town so we like didn't even know where it was and then he was like there were people fighting in the aisles for like the oh, last no. stuff and got the <laughs> That's a dangerous time. I know. A target at 10 p.m. Christmas Eve is a dangerous time. And so I (laughs) need to figure out ways so that doesn't happen again. Um, (laughs) I, you know, I, this year I made my kids um, go and kind of clean out some of their toys. And we talked about like, um, we're not just here to like stash and hoard. Which my kids have a tendency to do. I think maybe all kids have a tendency yep. to like just yeah. keep stuff. Um, so I'm trying to this year help them understand like it's not just about the accumulation of things, but that in certain times in your life, certain things are special. And so, hey, reminder: all these things that you haven't touched in a year are actually not that special to you anymore. So um, it was kind of a challenge to help them get into that mindset of like we don't just keep everything until the end of time but there's a sense of passing things on mm-hmm. and um so telling them about how like that's what everybody does they pass things along and now you don't play with these anymore so we're going to pass them along to someone who does and create opportunity for you then to appreciate the new things mm-hmm. that are special to you right now um and i feel like it went okay <laughs> so i'm like okay this is a good time to maybe do that and make that yeah. part of it like a thing that we do. Um, I I think for me, I used to be one of those people that was like frustrated with anything about Christmas that wasn't about Jesus because mm. I was like in that, you know, evangelical kind of strain of like, mm. if it's not about Jesus, then you shouldn't be celebrating type mm-hmm. thing. I mean, I was like a little bit hard. Stockings. <laughs> How dare you. <laughs> Um, Santa Claus blasphemy. (laughs) Oh, man, I know. So I feel like like, I've transitioned now into this place of like what I think about God is everything infused with 
that kind of love and that kind of joy. And so anything that does that is like an honor to the season and an honor to what I picture celebrating Jesus would be if that I think there's a part of me that can't let go of that being part of the season Mm -hmm. I just am reframing it in a way that makes sense so that all are included in that Mm -hmm. I think before it was like an an exclusivity thing and I I think for me the challenge has been or the goal has been to like expand how how expansive can this season be for any and everyone with any sort of belief system or cultural heritage or family dynamics, how can this season be so expansive that everyone finds something in it? Mm-hmm. Um, and trying to teach my kids that part of it. Yeah, I think that I think that's what makes yeah. the season, I mean, there, what could be more magical than everybody included? Yeah. Right? I think that's the most fun. Mm-hmm. I think we intuitively know that, that like, the part that we've talked about this whole time is the ability to get everyone together, mm-hmm. to hang out. And so to have ideas and ideologies and beliefs that hold that space makes you feel like you're connected to more people because you're like, you're with me too. And I'm with you. And I I love that feeling. I totally resonate. Um, And then I think existent, like spiritually for me, I think it's just that whether it's the Christ narrative or any other, the Santa Claus or whatever, there's still this great notion, even if it's, you know, solstice related or any of the seasonal trains, it's, it's this concept that new things are beginning old things are passing away that same old trend but also too that like there is some like you know some sort of beating heart of love that's operating and whether that's us as this collective mass and we pour our our empathy and our grace and our patience and our our you know our love into this planet and into one another and so we more greatly feel it collectively as a species or as a community or whether there is something that that uh beats at the heart of everything we get to walk in this season of like being aware that like, man, that is always, I think that's the big thing. I was like, this is always such a choice. Mm-hmm. This is always just such a thing you can choose, right? It, it, it seems hard because life is hard and it's overwhelming, but it was such a, an ability to make a reality if we so choose it. And the titanic power we have, not only in the lives of our kids, but our friends to really show up and blow them out of the water with like acts of love and kindness and mm-hmm. words of encouragement and things that are just special and thoughtful i'm like you could do this every, every day. day you're just a lazy yeah. bastard and you could like you know you could that's what i'm saying because i feel like the holiday season provides you with all of these yeah like, it wakes you back up to go yes. like i could have done i can do this i, I could have totally in done march it. Yeah. yeah and so i think that's the biggest thing so that is uh the i think the big thing for me and i i uh i really want you guys to know that i'm really grateful that you came and you shared and you talked about your experience and I really think it'll be helpful and fun for people Um, and I love you all so much and I hope that what we hope for in this holiday season we're all able to find and I hope that um, anybody who watches they they find it too so thanks you guys thank you for joining us to make a donation head to eastlakecc.com slash donate